0: Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. We'll stand by for news and stuff. Ever heard of Jesus Christ Superstar? Sure you have. In sending his son to this old earth, God did not intend for Jesus to be a superstar. He came to be a servant. As his disciples, you and I were to follow that example, were to serve a lost and hurting world. That's the theme of our book, yeah, the invisible war on the saints. He came to heal the brokenhearted, set the captive free. People are hurting today. People need healing today. People need freedom today. Zacchaeus, remember him? He began to demonstrate qualities he saw Jesus model. Although surrounded by a crowd, the Lord stopped and took notice of one particular man up there in a tree. Jesus had awareness. He had availability, Jesus was heading to Jerusalem to carry out the most important act in human history, our redemption, yet he stopped, took some time with a needy man, Zacchaeus. And acceptance, oh, that's good. Although Zacchaeus was a notorious sinner, Jesus didn't say, clean up your act there and then I'll come to your house. We're called not to fix people really, but to share the transforming power of Almighty God. How you doing? What in the world is going on? Something rotten in Washington? Oh, always. Hey, GOP Representative Clay Higgins, what happened? He represents the great state of Louisiana. He attempted to ask FBI Director Christopher Wray yesterday about, well, two vehicles described as ghost buses. You heard about this? They arrived in Washington, D.C. in the wee hours of January the 6th. Before being abruptly shut down, Higgins claimed the buses were filled with FBI informants dressed up like Trump supporters, deployed to our Capitol on January the 6th. Now, that's not too far-fetched, is it? During a House Homeland Security Committee hearing, the, the congressman asked Ray about the Capitol incursion. That makes sense. Higgins began by recapping a similar exchange that he had with the FBI director last year. I ask you, did you have confidential human sources dressed up as Trump supporters positioned inside the Capitol on the 6th of January prior to the doors being open? And you responded, I have to be very careful of what I say here. Well, a years past, Higgins said, we the people still don't have an answer from you or anyone else in the my characterization now, fake president's administration regarding the FBI presence and their participation in those months leading up to the November 2020 election and in the weeks and days prior to January the 6th. And that's something you can't get a straight answer out of these Looney Tunes. They're a bunch of liars. Somehow we have to operate within this system. The United States of America, it's new, and it is a flood of evil. Well, a big part of the commie squad, U.S. representative, we use that term loosely, Rashida Tlaib, they're from Michigan, has not hidden her hatred for Israel. In fact, her extraordinary and unbelievable falsehoods about America's Middle East ally have garnered a lot of attention in this country. Including, in fact, a stunning rebuke from the House of Representatives, which in a 234 to 188 vote censored her for her hate filled statements in a move that was just one step before being expelled. They should have thrown her out, not only of Congress, but the country. The move was prompted, among other things, by her refusal to condemn immediately the Hamas terrorists from Gaza who attacked and killed those 1,400 Israelis. October the 7th such atrocities as the beheading of babies and the burning alive of entire families. Well, now there is an investigation underway. It's being revealed that she is a member of a secret Facebook group that glorifies that glorifies these Hamas demon-led terrorists. Representative Tlaib is part of a secret social media group in which its members have glamorized Hamas in its war with Israel after the terror group attacked and killed hundreds of innocent Israeli civilians last month. According to this new reporter, membership is with the Palestinian American Congress Group on Facebook every day. It is secret in that it's hidden from non-members and cannot be located on the search engine. I don't know how you get to it then or how they got this information, but It's amazing that people like this get a foothold in the United States of America even have a voice and we have to tolerate it. Where is my gun? Well, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu rebuked the Canadian Prime Minister. The lefty loony known as Justin Trudeau did this on Tuesday for condemning Israel's assault on Hamas in the Gaza Strip. At a press conference, Trudeau demanded Israel, you stop your military operations against Hamas in Gaza, suggesting that Israel's defense forces are guilty of collective punishment against the Palestinians. The human tragedy that is unfolding in Gaza is heart-wrenching, especially the suffering we see in and all around Al-Shifa hospitals, said Trudeau. I have been clear that the price of justice cannot be continued suffering for all Palestinian civilians. Even wars have some rules. All innocent life is equal in worth, Israeli and Palestinian. I urge the government of Israel to exercise maximum restraint. The world is watching you on TV, social media. And we're hearing now the testimony of doctors, and you can trust them, and family members, and survivors, and kids who've lost moms and dads. The world is witnessing all this, the killing of women and children and babies, and it has to stop. It sounds like one of the lefty, loony, demon-led individuals in the world today. I mean, and if you don't know your Bible or how all of this works, yeah, makes sense. Onward and upward, Trudeau. Problem is, he has no idea. He is the prime minister. Hard to believe. Jordan Peterson takes him on all the time. He's from Ottawa. Yeah, he thinks he's a nutcase, too. Netanyahu publicly responded to Trudeau's statement by reminding the world of the truth and why Trudeau's criticism should be directed at Hamas and not at Israel. At a boy, baby. It's not Israel that is deliberately targeting civilians, but it's Hamas that beheaded and burned and massacred 1,400 civilians in the worst horrors perpetrated on Jews since the day of the Holocaust. While Israel is doing everything to keep civilians out of harm's way, Hamas is doing everything they can to keep them. Shields, that's what they are. Keep them in harm's way, said uh, Netanyahu. Israel provides civilians in Gaza humanitarian quarters and safe zones. Hamas prevents them from even leaving. At gunpoint, they do that. See, it's just so messed up. Yeah, you need to get your facts straight. And, well, that's Trudeau, and he's like so many of the other leaders of the world, have no idea what they're talking about. You know, some things you'll... Just never understand. I mean, two and two sometimes don't come out to four. There's stunning video out there from a lethal shootout in the state of Texas captured the very moment that an ex-convict jumped in and dragged a police officer out of the line of fire. Houston Police Deputy Chief Troy Finner praised the 40-year-old ex-con John Phillips Lally for his actions on Saturday about 10 in the morning. Lolly was driving to work when he says he encountered what seemed to be a car accident, jumped out of his truck to help anyone who might be injured there, and instead he landed right in the middle of a gun battle. As soon as I jumped out of the car, there's gunshots going off, he said. Then I looked to my left and I saw there's a cop laying on the ground, shot! Police said earlier that Officer Jay Gibson had tried to pull over a suspect in a stolen car, but the suspect drove off. He crashed into several cars on Highway 4. 59 before the cop approached the vehicle and screaming out to the guy inside giving him commands the suspect instead fired and shot gibson that's when i grabbed that cop by his vest and dragged him all the way back to my truck lally stayed with the cop until officers applied a tourniquet to his leg and hey i've been to jail a million times bro said Lally to Officer Gibson in the video, and I love cops dearly, bro. You're gonna live. You're gonna be all right. See, it's just hard to figure some things out. Our new book coming out in the spring of 2024 is A World Gone Mad. You know, uh, popular culture is mocking men into total submission. Are you one of them, sir? GQ magazine is named supermodel Kim Kardashian as one of its Men of the Year. It's just the latest example of a demonic, relentless strategy to ridicule men and uproot the patriarchy. Oh, it is. Regardless of what God says about men and their leadership role in that, oh, the devil is working overtime because Jesus is coming soon. Go ahead, shrug your shoulders, roll your eyes, just blow this one off. It's not a big deal. Chalk it up as another harmless troll job in America. And uh, it doesn't bother me because trouble ain't trouble till it comes home to me. Yet that's all it is. Anyone offended by Gentleman's Quarterly splashing a curvy, sexy person across its cover is just a An old man yelling at a cloud doesn't mean anything. Just grin at life and move on. That's what men really do. No, they don't. But unfortunately, that is what men have been doing now for, what, they say 50 years since we men have surrendered more and more ground in the Battle of the Sexes? We're greatly underestimating the uh, maximum opponent here, which is ultimately Satan and all the people he uses yeah, it is Satan. It's the rejection of biblical order and man's responsibility of leadership in the world today, all the way down to well, his castle. Pop culture quit making heroes out of men about 30 years ago. They say Hollywood's pivoted to anti-heroes. Tony Soprano, a crude and barbaric mob boss. He replaced Batman. Somehow, real men are. The bad guys. Real men are jokes in America today. GQ scanned the globe and came up with three names for man of the year. Have you heard of anyone other than, well, Kim Kardashian, of course, and Jacob Ellerday, and Travis Scott? Kardashian is a woman. Ellerday is an actor who plays a closet queer on the HBO drama Euphoria. You don't know anything about that. And Scott, oh, he's a rapper. Oh, that great music, rap music, who puts on Satan-themed concerts wherever he goes. These three men of the year. It is the new America. It is a flood of evil. Time to wake up, my Christian friend. So, what else is happening in the real world? General Motors. The vote by union members on whether to accept the tentative contract that led to the UAW ending its six-week strike against the automaker was just too close to call yesterday. Though the contract looks poised to ultimately be approved this week as tallies continue to be counted, the vote was tenser and tighter, they say, than anticipated with Several plants voting outright against the thing. We'll see. GM. Starbucks, another one of my favorites. Starbucks Workers United, their plans to mount its largest strike ever today. Gee, what am I going to do? For some of you, it's like the end of the world. The choice of date wasn't random. It's Red Cup Day when Starbucks gives out reusable holiday-themed cups, holiday themes, nothing to do with Jesus's birth or anything like holiday-themed. Starbucks reportedly had its best single sales day ever on Red Cup Day, despite a walkout. More than 360 of Starbucks' 9,000 corporate outposts have unionized. None has secured a contract at Walgreens and CVS. Yeah, we go there a lot. You do that when you're older. (laughs) They staged a walkout earlier this month and its organizers want to aid a national unionization campaign with IAM Healthcare, a union that represents thousands of healthcare workers across this nation. The 48-person field staff of the nation's largest teachers' union, The NEA, oh boy, National Education Association voted unanimously this week to authorize a strike in hopes of securing more bucks. Well, yeah, that's what it's all about 99% of the time. And workers at uh, REI, which has eight unionized stores, claim that company has dragged its feet on negotiations, and they're not going to have it. Unions. They're powerful, right? I told you yesterday about the the senator taking on the Teamsters Union, calling him a thug. Oh, Christian, should you be in a union? It's an age-old debate there. Biden and Xi Jinping had their first face-to-face meeting in a year yesterday at the Apex Summit in good old San Francisco, where we left our hearts Yeah, I uh, got a little testy there because uh, the Chinese president said they're not going to stop till they take Taiwan, and uh, Sleepy Joe woke up. What? Then he got tough back at him. Don't know for sure what all that means. At retail sales in the U.S., slipped last month for the first time in seven straight months. It dipped a bit, according to the government, but that was less than anticipated, that 0.1%. And a lot of it can probably be chalked up to people spending less on gas. If you take out auto and gasoline spending, sales actually were up. Rah, rah, rah. And here's something you didn't know. Research shows 30 years ago, you had 17 minutes to get out of a house fire. Today, you have three. The reason... The synthetic furniture and materials that are used in home construction today burn hotter and faster, and that's why. And finally, this, remember, just because you went to college doesn't make you smarter than anyone else. No, it doesn't. Common sense doesn't come with a degree. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. Hey, thanks for being here, and I mean that sincerely. There was a time that I thought maybe in my speaking, my writing, my radio stuff was all about me, because I'm so good. Somewhere along the line, I fell off that cliff. I think probably the reason things are going well for us in ministry is because of folks just like you that care and pray continually You're praying, I know, for our ministry, for our family, all these grandkids, all the things that uh, you hear us talk about on this radio program every day, and so I know that we're being sustained by God's people who are lifting us up. The enemy just hates it, so do me a favor, keep it up. Well, I started yesterday talking about your life and actually all of our lives and why does God bless us, period, ever. You know, in the New Testament, we read how Jesus saw through the outward shows of religion of his time and affirmed the importance of having a right heart, and that's really about everything in life. Where is your heart today? He condemned the hypocrisy of the Pharisees, didn't he? You're the ones who justify yourselves in the eyes of men, but God knows your heart, Luke sixteen fifteen, And Jesus always looked into the heart, and there he found the real person. If Jesus came to you today and looked into your heart, what would he see? Christianity is by necessity a religion of the heart, because only out of the heart comes the wellsprings of life, if Proverbs 4.23 is correct, and you know it is. God calls people to turn to him with their whole heart. Why haven't you done that? Salvation is received when we believe in our hearts that God raised Jesus from the dead, Romans 10:9. 9. 1 Corinthians 15 is the plan. When scripture bids us to pray, it asks us to well, pour out our heart to God. You'll find that in Psalm 62, 8. Modern preaching puts an overwhelming emphasis on works today and different kinds of external forms of worship, and it's getting worse on that external part every day. But a real spiritual revival has to begin in the heart. That's key. Notice the kind of heart to which God is drawn, as seen in Samuel's words there to King Saul. This is uh, 1 Samuel thirteen fourteen the Lord sought out a man after his own heart and appointed him leader of his people. God's search for a king ended when he found obscure little David and his very special heart. But what does it mean to have a special heart, a a heart after God? Have you thought about it? This has to be a very important subject for us to consider today because it speaks to who we really are and to what extent God can use us for his glory. No matter what state I'm in today, I continually ask, God, how can I best glorify you in this situation? You need to talk to God that way every day. A heart that's out of tune, out of sync with God's heart, will produce a life of spiritual barrenness, and you'll have so many missed opportunities, one right after another. But as we ask God to bring our hearts into harmony with Jesus and submission to, to him, we'll find the secret of his blessings that has remained the same throughout all generations. And that is special. You know, one of the problems in the church today, and I think you have to admit this, here's the problem. God is speaking, but for some reason nobody is listening or They don't understand what he's saying. From beginning to end, the word of God greatly emphasizes the need for you and I to listen and listen very carefully. We all make mistakes. We make some big mistakes. We fail to do God's will perfectly, and we can even rebel against his commands. God's people want to do the right thing. But when we refuse to listen to his voice of correction and the direction he gives, things quickly reach critical mass and go down the tube— Something for us to pray about today. And on another note, I was watching a two-hour video yesterday on, well, a Christian debating an atheist. And part of the rule was, as you can't use the Bible to prove that there is a God. If you were to debate an atheist today, what criteria would you use? See, I did a debate at uh, KMOX. 50,000-watt station in St. Louis, Missouri, with a man who thought I was nuts talking about the evils of rock music. And uh, he kept arresting my thinking by saying, stop using Bible. And I said, well, then let's end the interview because I've got nothing to say. Uh, My whole argument comes from what the Word of God says as opposed to what you believe as a secularist or a atheist or whatever position you hold. And you know what? He let me use the Bible from then on, and that whole thing changed in the interview. And by the time we had finished, it was so exciting because we somehow become friends. And he said, let me walk you down to the car. He never, as I understand, did that. The cop walked down with us. We were downtown St. Louis late at night. It was scary in some ways, but Yeah, the Bible changes lives. If you can't use that, where do you go? And finally, I I learned a a fun fact talking to one of the women in our church yesterday. We were on the phone. Women can actually tell when a man rolls his eyes, even over the phone. (laughs) I I don't know. Had must save for another day. Thanks so much for being here. Join me on Facebook, Greg, Jerry G. Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. And that's the way it is Thursday, November the 16th, 2023. I am Greg Patton. God bless.